Oh, there was no even countdown with this one. Good afternoon, evening, morning. Two guys, one cup. Episode, what are we, 74? Sean and Rock, uh, back after what, two weeks? I think we took last week off. I apologize, guys. I actually went on vacation. Um, was down in Florida, so between vacation and that goddamn beer league hockey that I play, it has just uh, not been conducive for our schedules to be able to do a show last week, so I apologize. Thanks for hanging in. Rock, how's it going? Welcome back. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's been it's been fun. It's been uh, we've had a lot to talk about. So I mean, from a from a Ranger perspective, I mean, though we haven't been here for two weeks, maybe maybe we brought them some luck by not being on. So if they go yeah. on a seven game losing streak tomorrow, then we know we're the problem. But uh, we it's on us. We haven't been here. Yes, we haven't been here, but we've been following, and uh, there's a lot to go over. There's a lot of lot of interesting, fun. Great things to to talk about, um, and uh, you know it's uh, you know it's just it's I I stop short sometimes of of thinking of being too positive and being too negative. I try to stay even keel, but I'll tell you after a weekend like that, after you you blow the doors off of two teams that are both fighting for for their playoff lives. Now, I understand, you know, Pittsburgh was beaten up. They're missing four defensemen. I understand that, you know, um, uh, you know, the Preds, who I went on a, my complete crazy rant was, was following that Predators game earlier in the season where I vented for 45 minutes. Um, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of great things to, to discuss and to dive into. I mean, uh, and last night, I mean, they do it without really getting much production from Tarasenko or Kane. So it was uh, it was a, a valiant effort and on so many levels. They got production from everywhere. Um, I love the way a lot of guys have played. And, um, you know, I, I like that. I just hope they can keep it up. You know, I, 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 you know I, I was worried with last night for the fact that, you know, they beat up on a, on a, on a, on a beat, on a beaten up, beaten up, Preds team, they took care of business, but they didn't take their foot off the gas, which I thought in the past they've they've done when they've gotten right. up on teams where they've let up. But no, they 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 helped Euro get the get the shutout. And last night's game was concerning to me because I'm like, oh man, you know, God, they're playing this this they're beating the pants off this team. They're gonna get some bad habits. They're gonna get sloppy. They're gonna get this. They're gonna get that. And now we got Carolina coming in for a back to back on the heels of of. of Pretty much creaming these 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 last two opponents. Was it sixteen mm-hmm. straight unanswered goals? Fifteen straight? I mean, some ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, fifteen last, guys. If you didn't watch last night's game, you missed an all time, a record setting go- game that I I mean I don't know about you, I've never seen a game like that. No, you know, thirty five years of of actually watching Rangers hockey. I have never seen a game where you where they scored six goals. Was it six or was it five? Five was it five goals in the first ten minutes of a game? Oh, in the first ten minutes, it was five goals four. in the first four. ten minutes of a game. Yeah, I, think I it was mean, four that in the first ten. Incredible. Yeah, that is incredible. I I've never seen that. Six goals on eight shots. <laughs> I mean, it was just something that I've never witnessed before in my life. I mean, I, I'm sitting there, you know, getting it. It's not bad for the goalie. I don't know that they were really his fault. None of those goals were his fault. Maybe the Mott goal. 
Still a one-timer. Maybe. Maybe. I just, I'm just throwing yeah. one out there. I would say the Miller maybe. goal with any of them. And was that against Soros? That was Soros against Soros. Or? That was even against yeah. the other kid who, who I, you yeah. know, I never heard of. Um, and, uh, you know. Kevin Lankinen. Yeah. I believe was his name. Yeah, I don't. Did we have a Lankinen on our team? Andre Lankinen? Oh, no. Turi Lankinen. 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 Who plays. You figure out Turi Lankinen, yeah. yeah. We had a, a guy uh, that played, I think, a few games with us. He was in, in the, uh, I believe he was in the Kovalev trade, um, which had the last name like that. I don't remember. I, I'll, I'll look. I'll, I'll see if when you're, when you're, I'll try to look it up. But he played <laughs> played for Pittsburgh and he came over in the, I believe, in the Kovalev trade and had a similar last name. But anyway, not to go off topic. It was an absolute, <laughs> I can't, can you think of a good adjective to describe last night's game? It was a ragdoll. <laughs> we pretty much ragdolled them in the first period. And don't get me wrong, they had some chances, and Halak, you know, had to make some really big saves in the first three, four minutes of the game. Um, I think you actually texted me before, just before the Rangers scored. I believe it was you. We were like, like, oh, great, like here, here it comes, or something like that, or oh, who was it? No, no, it was. Wasn't was it Danny who had said something? Somebody said something in the uh, group thread. It was like, oh, they got to stop leaving Halak out to dry. Next thing you know, it's two nothing. Then it's three nothing. Then it's I'm like, I think we're okay here. <laughs> I did say to you that Filipino ever going to score again. That that's yes. I did say that to you. And he he wouldn't have passed if five guys were open on that. He was yeah. going one on two. He yeah. was going to the net that was, and shooting. And I'll tell you, that was a nice move. And you yeah. know, he he took advantage again of a young defenseman, which you do. That's what you do. You that's what right. you do in this league. You exploit. I mean. We both saw – I mean, they, they talked about the Tarasenko-Forsberg goal. because We haven't been on for a while. so and they, right. and they showed the replay that he did it against Cam Talbot, against the Rangers, and MSG. But no one wants to remember the two guys he went through were, were Dylan McElrath and Michael Koska. Those are the two right. guys he split to get in. So you do exploit – that's what you do. You exploit the weaknesses of the team. That's what you do. That's how it works. Um, it was nice to see them light up Tristan Jari. Thank God, because that that son of a bitch stood on his head the previous game we played against him. Um, yep. So I was glad to see they finally got to that guy. I mean, it was only a matter of time. And he still robbed one. He made four or five yeah. incredible, incredible yeah. saves in that game. Well, that's why last night's game is so surprising, because we've seen those type of goalies all season showing up. Every time right. those, those backup Goalies always come in and give the Rangers a hard time. The only guy I can remember is the poor kid they threw against the against the Canucks who was making his NHL debut. I don't remember his name. And 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 Alex Lyon. That's the only two goalies that they've really just creamed this season. And now, now this guy. But uh it was uh, a monumental and a, and you know a record-breaking game that I, again we're gonna be talking about for years to come. We're gonna talk about this game. We're gonna talk about this game because I've never seen it happen, and it was just so out of the ordinary. Conjuring Miller, four points for a defenseman in a period. I am shocked that that, that Leach never did that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same. Or Park. Or Zubov. I mean, I mean any one of them. Greshner, yeah, James Patrick. I mean, there were a t- we've had offensive defensemen in our Especially history. Especially in the That's, 80s, yeah. 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 And not one of them had a four point period. That was a crazy, I, I was very shocked. That was a, that was a you know like I said. I mean, it was just the the things they were doing last night. They did what they needed to do, and these were things. This is what would killed me at the beginning of the season. Why I lost it on so many occasions. This Nashville team 
was is beaten and battered. They they're they're str- they're they're scrambling to get guys. McDonough's out, Yossi's out, Johansson's out. They got a ton of guys. Uh, Philip Forsberg's out, but they took advantage of this. This are things they did not do early in the season. You think about it. Right. If if they had taken care of Anaheim and Chicago and San Jose and Columbus, they'd be in first place, Sean. They'd be in first place. Who cares, but, 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 I can, but, but I do. I care. Who do you want to they play don't. in the first round? You want to play Pittsburgh? Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm saying, but you, you want you don't you, want, you wouldn't want a slightly easier road. You're gonna have to play Boston. I'm thinking at some point. But wouldn't you right. want to play a Pittsburgh in the first round? Opposed I'd rather play playing, the Devils than Pittsburgh. I totally disagree with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I listen. I. I, I want to see how they play because they play Pittsburgh one more time this at the 30th of uh, March. They play one more time. I want to see how they match up against them with this team that's presently constituted. It's going to be you a tell me, You tell me that I have to play against – you tell me that it's – I got to play against Sidney Crosby and Malkin in a playoff series or Dougie Hamilton and Timo Meyer and Jack Hughes. I'll, I'll take my chances against uh, a loser and two kids. Well, Over, my uh, feeling is, I feel I, we talked about this on a previous show. Pittsburgh, uh, t- uh, the Devils are going to be two, one of two ways. They're going to either come in wide-eyed and scared of their own shadow, or they're going to come in with nothing to lose. And I, I don't I know you, though, which one is worse. I, t- I told you that they're going to win game one. Right. They're going to come they're out with will. their hair the on fire. The Rangers always lose game one. <laughs> and I said – when they get punched in the mouth, and I don't mean physically like there's a you know drop the gloves fight, but when they get when they face their first bit of playoff adversity, they won't know how to come back from it. It's that that series, and I don't want to preview that series too early because a lot of things can happen in the last thirteen games here. Um, but it's going to remind me a ton, and I don't care about the seeding or the records and this and that. But the '95 series against Quebec where Quebec was this upstart young team that had never been there before. They were the number one seed and the Rangers were the eighth seed coming off a cup, you know, coming off winning the cup. And we won in five. And that was just a team that just what would, despite the amount of Hall of Famers on that team, they just weren't ready yet. And they were yeah, but two that 95 years away. Ranger team had yeah. some pretty good players on it, Sean. Yeah. I mean, there, no, was, no, there were no slouches. I mean, you still had Messier, you had Verbeek, you had, I think Yari Curry was on that team. I mean, that was a, that was but a very good so team. This team. You had a lot of, but I understand okay, that. But our team now has well, our team now talent. has agreed. But I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm just looking at it from I hold that ninety obviously I hold that ninety four team at a very high standard, and you still had a lot of. Reverence. But this wasn't the ninety four team. The ninety five team was much different than ninety four. It 94. wasn't that much different. You still you, had the core. Like said, you you had, still had the core of the team there. The core of the team was the same. Right. Yeah, but you still had you still had it was, Zubop it was, was a still different there. team. Low was still there. Buka boom. The only the only guys you didn't have was Tikkanen, and Doug Litzer, and uh, Greg Gilbert Glenn and McTavish and Anderson. But the, but the, but six guys. But the core. But the main the main core yeah. of the team. The, the the guys that got you there. The horses. Steve Larmer was on that team. The the horses that got you there were were the guys okay. that got you there. The Rangers have a far more established team than the Devils do. Okay, you can say the Devils have a, have talent, have right. young talent. Right. That has never done it before. That's the correlation I'm making. Oh, okay. I understand. Okay. I apologize. Yeah, the Rangers right. have a veteran-tested yeah. team that just went to a conference final the year before. They have guys who have Stanley Cup rings on right. their team. You yes. know, and other than Andre Palat on the Devils, who's won? 
You know, Timo Meyer's yeah. been, you know, pretty much a career failure in the playoffs with, with San Jose. That team never does anything. Well, they went to one, they Dougie went to Hamilton's one cup the final. biggest loser in the NHL. He went to one cup final with them, right? One cup final, right. yes. But Dougie Hamilton's the biggest loser in the NHL. Right. I'll always continue to say the that. Goaltending too. And the rest of them are kids that, that have never done this before. Right. So right. it's a learning experience. Right. Right. No. Devils are going to be great for a long time. Their two best defensemen aren't even on the team yet. You know, that's how great. That's how good that team is going to be. So take advantage now before they become really fucking good. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll have the same kind of luck the Rangers have had with their draft picks, and they'll take five years to develop. <laughs> so uh, we'll see what happens. You know, and you you mentioned last night um, was I think yeah, it was you. You said that you know between you know Kako's kind of fallen off. You haven't seen much of him. He's just pucks hit his stick and disappear. He uh, he tried. He shot. He was shooting a little bit more last night. I noticed. Uh, he's trying to. He's trying. But you know, let's be fair. I mean, you know, Lafreniere had a little had a had a nice little tear for about three or four games. He's kind of fallen off again. Heedle's kind of fallen off again. The problem is, is the other two lines have been phenomenal, and 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 the fourth line has been fantastic. When did Lafreniere last score? Three games ago. The power play goal? I don't know. On the, the, uh, the deflection in front? Uh, who is that against? The, um, what am I blanking? Um, Lavinier has been fine. I think that whole line has actually been fine. Been they fine. just haven't scored. Scoring, right. That's, it. That's yeah. it. That's it. You know, it's, I, I kind of wrestle with this. I go back and forth. They're playing really well. I go and, back and, and forth. And truthfully, truthfully, nationally, they, they're I'm listening to, uh, you know, NHL radio a lot today. Um, getting a lot of play. The third line. That's actually been a difference maker, you know, because obviously the talk today after the Rangers just had the weekend that they had, you know, oh, are the Rangers for real? Are they this? Are they that? Do you put them? So, of course, now we're just getting compared to with Boston. It's almost nationally an after. The rest of the Metro has become an afterthought. Yeah, I don't you know, like, it's, it's I don't the really Rangers like in Boston. Either, but. Neither do I. But, but it is it is what it is. And it's nice to at least hear for the day. But a lot of people who came on, a lot of guests were saying, listen, it's great that they have this top six, but that third line. Is you know it, it's a killer for other teams to have to try and match up against you know all that talent after you've just tried. Think of a pitcher who's got to come in and face you know a three four five of just nonstop talent, and then the six hitter is a forty home run guy. Like right. you know, there's no there's nowhere to breathe in that in that. And when you have the top six that we have, you know, think of it if you're able if you're able to commit. All your resources to shutting down Zibanejad, Tarasenko, and, and Panarin. Now you got Patrick Kane coming in on a second line, and it's like, all right, fine. We, you know, we were able to, you know, somehow withstand that wave. Now you got three kids. The two of them are top two picks. You know, it's a lot of talent, and you could say what you want about whether they're scoring or not scoring. When they're on the ice, they have the puck. And their cycle game is as good as any line I watch all they, year. They do cycle on our team really or any great. Other team. I mean, and that's that's really what they do well. But they don't get anything to the net. But it has an intrinsic value to the next line that comes on. It it, it does add value when you're able to pin a team and think of think of every time we're pinned in our zone. Nobody complains more about getting right. pinned in our zone. One hundred percent. I'll get texts left and right about getting pinned in our zone. That's the thing. So we, this is us on the other end pinning another team in their zone for 45 seconds. And then the next line comes on and can capitalize. It it, it, estab- it reestablishes a momentum. No, I agree. You know, there's an intrinsic I, listen, value I agree. in that. Um, it's just very hard. Um, 
it's just very hard because obviously we we're a performance based fan, fandom. That's the way we are. It's it's what have you done for me? How how right. when was the last goal you scored? And when guys aren't scoring, mm-hmm. they don't. It's kind of hard to to look past that in, in a sense and and uh, and look at other 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 aspects of what of of how guys are playing. Um, I don't think they've been terrible. I don't think that they. They have 46 combined goals, that line. No. That's not a bad – for a third line to have 46 I, I goals, think, that's, I think that's not bad. I think the problem is is that when you see other teams and you see the Trevor Zegrises of the world, and obviously we're in our own backyard with Hughes and Dorson, Mercer, Mercer. They're not I playing on a third that, line. These guys had the opportunity earlier in the season to take that spot, and they didn't do it, and they weren't producing. And I think that's really – the, the the biggest issue with those guys it's it's the fact that you know you had to bring in other top six players because they didn't take that that responsibility on that's the problem I'm I, see I'm not I see I don't see that I don't well, see it's not it a as problem a problem this year Sean but it's going to be a problem down the road when you have to start paying these guys and someone like Zegris again you're talking about guys that have just been said where the coach is just literally going. Here's the pucks, boys. Go play. And there's no pressure. No, so I, guys like Zegers are able to sit there and do fucking right. lacrosse-style shit because no one cares. If he gets fucking pummeled, if he turns it over, you watch them play. Dude, they, they hemorrhage opportunities the thing, all night. All night. Okay, They're the sure, worst defensive it, team in the at league. At some point, and I don't want to keep turning this into me versus the prospects and, and, and the dra- drafting and what it is, but... At some point, this, this, these guys are playing against other teams' third lines, right? For the most part, they're not playing against the other, other teams' top units. They're not playing. You'd think that at some point, these guys would start putting up some numbers, start popping in some goals. They are. They are. What do you mean? Heedle's already Heedle got 20. Lafreniere's got 14 and Kako's got 12. That's he only still because has he had 20, a great though. January. So he won eight games where he scored nine. Okay, it's an eighty-two game season. You know, this is the same debate that we had that I had with people, and I was on the I was on the. So because someone's streaky, it doesn't count. But it's not that it's streaky. I mean, no, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. I'm gonna let me tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> Marion Gabrick mm-hmm. scored forty goals. His he played here. What he played here? Three years or four years? Three years. He he's had a four year contract. Years. Three years. Forty goals he twice. Forty goals twice. His second forty goal season. He had a four-goal game and three hat-tricks. So he scored nine, a quarter of his goals in four games. Four games, a quarter of his goals. But I understand that. But sometimes you need need clutch goal scoring. You don't need – you don't need – That's eight points. He probably was responsible for since the rest of those teams didn't score. I don't know. I I don't – I don't (laughs) – I don't – Did those teams score? I'm going to go back and see who was on on that roster. Vinny Prosper. Right. We know yeah, who was Vinny on those Prospel teams, the Dubinskis and, yeah. and Stepans, and, and yeah. Eric Christensen. Right. We played two to one games. We played two to one games. That was that was the way Tortorella hockey was. But sometimes right. with everyone well, let me ask you this so question. He single handedly right, so went if, out there so and won four games just, for us. I, I hate using a baseball analogy, but if if you hit all your home runs when you're up when you're up nine nothing yeah. or up, up by up by seven runs. And you hit 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 a quarter of your home runs when you're already up. I mean, how does that how does that 
But what does the already up have to do with anything? That's not the argument here. You're making the argument that okay. he had a hot month of January. Not that not that the circumstances were third was, period with five goal, you know, with four goal leads where he was scoring. My my point is is that if you score all your goals in one month of the season, does how does that help the team? Because it takes different guys carrying teams at different times. Guys are going to get hot and guys are going to get cold. So if there's always someone there to pick up the slack. a little bit extreme. That's, this team has never hit a major lull. And that's partially oh, yes the only time we've hit the lull. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Made not We've never had a losing 10 games out of a – someone broke it down today. Mm-hmm. They did 10-game segments of the season. Our worst 10-game segment was 5-3-2. and two. What was that Our for worst. like – that was in November? There was November, no 4 October, and 6 November, in there. Beginning of December. Yeah. Right. We had two 5-3-2 and two segments. Yeah. So at no point did we have a 4-6, and six, a 3-5-2. Yeah. And, and Our worst was 5-3-2. and two. That's still enough. You do that all season, you're making the playoffs. I guess it looks worse. I guess so, you know the problem is, and, and, I, and I thought about this today but when I knew we were coming on tonight, and I said, I think last year, even though – you know, we had a lot to complain about last year, which is sh- shocking to me. I guess we're always going to have something to complain about. It's just the way it works. But last year, they were so consistent, like almost to the point where, like you said, I mean, they went, what, 12 and 2, 12, 2 and 2 to end the, end the season, 10, 2 and 2 to end the season after the trade deadline last year. Something ridiculous like that. I don't remember the numbers, but after we, that we were devil hot. game we where they got the in. doors blown off, the first game where those four guys came in and played, right. they, I believe they were ten. Mm-hmm. They were twelve two and two, and the two games they lost, I believe, was at the end of the season. Two of the games they lost were at the end of the season when they started resting players. Uh, one of the games was to Montreal, right. if I remember correctly. Um, and uh, I just felt like last year, even though, like again, you and I sat here and, and bitch moaned and complained about, well, maybe more me, but complained about certain aspects of the team, last year just felt like, all right, well, they lost the game. They were going to win the next one. And I didn't feel like that at parts of the season this year. And I felt like when they got into those ruts and, you know, want to say from that Calgary game that they lost in overtime, which they were behind, they were falling behind early in games, there was a period where they were finding ways to win, even though they weren't playing well. And I wasn't, I didn't like, I didn't like a lot of what I saw, but, you know, I guess I wasn't. I understood it in a lot of ways because they were playing shorthanded. They were playing, you know, with uh, with a, you know, with a shortened bench and all that other stuff. And I guess I kind of understand that. I have to look. I have to look at it from that perspective because last year was so they played so well, but they didn't have the adversity they had this year. I think in a lot of ways. So I think that was that's really where my biggest uh, my biggest issue was. So. Well, this is this was also the first time that a lot of these guys had a little bit of a, you know, maybe playoff hangover. So they came into the season with a slow start, with heightened expectations, obviously. But like you said, even though they they, they didn't play to our expectations, they still kept their head above water during all of that. Whereas sometimes, you know, lesser teams, you know, they drown, and then they would can try and you know. 
pick it back up and, and, and sprint toward the finish line and maybe just sneak in. We've seen teams that do that also. But this team just was was steady the whole season. Even in their worst times, they still were winning games. I think – Well, because they blew games that they should have had. But then when it came – when the lights were on and we were playing good teams, they always showed up. I think the biggest thing, too, to take away from this this whole season is the way they started. They come in. They start out. They completely dismantled Tampa Bay in the first game of the season. I mean, then they come out and they smoke Minnesota. Minnesota. Then they come out and they no they right. where they lost they lose to Winnipeg. I don't know if the Winnipeg game was next, but whatever. Then they come out they big they crush Anaheim. But Anaheim, remember that Anaheim made that game interesting, and I think that's when it kind of started turning where yes. they thought it was going to be easy, and you know, coughing up two and three right. goal leads, which they didn't do last year, going into a third period with a two goal yep. lead, losing, um, not getting not getting to overtime or may, uh, this season. I can't say they. they They've done great getting to overtime this year. That's one thing I will give yes. them. They they figure out a way to get to overtime. I mean, it's well, how many games in a row did they go to overtime? Wasn't it like four or five games? Four out of the last five games up until recently. Well, yeah, we only had one that regulation against, win that in our last LA. like twelve games or something that like that. That was against before. LA, and yeah. you know, I mean, it was uh, it was alarming in a lot of ways. But I guess I understand. Like looking back on it, like when I'm in that moment. I'm annoyed because I'm like, oh man, you know they're they're pissing points away, they're doing this, they're doing that. But I guess I understand it. I understand it a little bit now based on what I saw. I tried to, I tried to, because like you know, like you guys who have listened to the show a long enough time, you kind of know how my brain works a little bit, how Rock's brain works a little bit. Like it's different. You know, we think the game differently. We think the mm-hmm. season Absolutely a lot close. differently. And I always try and put myself in that locker. I'm no, I'm nowhere near that locker room. I know nobody near that locker room, but I always try and think from just an athlete's perspective of the ebbs and flows of the season. And it's like, all right, we didn't, we're not playing our best game, but we're finding ways to get right. points. And we're, you know, we're coming back in games. We did, you know, we we played a really shitty forty minutes, but we played a really great twenty minutes right. and found a way to get two points. And you just keep putting that together and putting that together and putting that together over 82 games until it clicks. And you and that's that's everybody. You just hope to be clicking right. when you get to April. It doesn't matter how you got there. If you're there and you're hot, Other those part, are the teams that win. The difference between the start of the season and the way it is now. Goaltending. Halak led in a goal Huge against difference. Anaheim. That was one of the worst goals I've ever seen a goalie let up in my in, in in thirty plus years of watching hockey, playing hockey. I never saw wreck goalies right. give up a goal that bad. The one off the boards was it Derek Grant who scored? I forgot who it was, but I, I mean it was off the I boards. I mean it was it, it, I, I I just couldn't believe it went in. I'm watching this game. It was the night before Thanksgiving. I'm watching this game and this goal goes in. I'm like, how do you fucking win? And we thought he was done, Sean. I mean, you and I sat here. Right. We thought he was finished. We thought now he was like, Baron. I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe he comes he back Baron. next year. Maybe he comes back next year. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe How he comes he back next year. We'll see what kind of money he wants. But, I mean, uh, no, listen, he's not at that point in his, in his career. career. He's been – he, yeah, but he's he's been a backup now for five years making this money. He, he's going to get the same money. He knows it. Because if it's not for us, he's going to get the same money. For, no one's paying $2 million for a backup. Well, not, not for, not for a 37-year-old not, not backup. He's too old right. to start. 
teams will play two million. Well, right. Martin Jones got I think right. two. So he's going to get his one point because that's someone who's right. thirty years old and was playing a lot of games. But uh, he's not. He's not again. That was another big issue, and the goaltending seems to kind of been righted so far. I mean, Igor's kind of come back down to where he where we expect him to be. Halak has stood tall for the most part. Right. I don't really blame him. I, the Ottawa game is the only one I would say that that Broussard spin around goal was the one that I was uh, probably want that one back. That was right. also just Again, Broussard's I, night. His thousandth game, like there was just it. you know yeah, some true. guys just can they just can Fucking figure it true. out and turn back a clock Brady for a day joke. type of shit. It's just yeah. That 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 game was. I mean, we. I don't know if we talked. Did we talk about that game? I mean, that game was just that had that had loss written all over it. And I remember, and I, we didn't talk about this. We definitely did it when they played it at ten, and we played it at seven, and right. there was no way to right. So match that that youth enthusiasm, and then you get the old saber tooth right when goals. the Rangers <laughs> got Yager. So you're talking the year before the lockout. Okay. The main lockout, the big lockout. Right. Um, I couldn't wait to get home to watch this game. Like, you know, they were trying to go for a playoff spot. They had just gotten Yager. It was, you know, it was exciting, all this other stuff. And they lost. I remember. I remember watching this game. I watched the whole game, which I'm a masochist when it comes to certain things. They lost that game 9-2. to two. These games, these <laughs> games where these big players come in, nine times out of ten, they lose. They lose, and I I believe I believe if it right. was Stat Boy, I'll give him credit for it because I think it was him. He posted every game where every time a big player has was acquired, and the record does not bode well. It does not bode well. I'm going to try to find it, but was he trying to say that Derek Broussard, Derek Dorsett, and John no. Moore and Ryan Clo were not big names? Because that's the greatest yeah, no, that was a you know, great infusion game, game were, I've and ever and seen. For, for Ryan, and, and Ryan <laughs> that's Clow, a game I'll never Ryan forget. Clow had I'll score never forget a year that at that point. He scored two that game. Right. So I mean, yep. um, yeah. I mean, it was it was. I mean, the, I mean, they did win when Tarasenko came in. Tarasenko's first game. I mean, they wanted to lose. They did everything. They did everything they could and to lose. Scored that right game. away. Yeah. But uh, again, I mean, it comes down to Tarasenko. Can we talk about him for a second? Yeah. Tarasenko, his overall game, the last mm-hmm. three games, he's been fantastic. Has been outstanding. He has been. He's he's hitting. He's defending. He made a play, and this this is what showed me that he's not just here to be here. Like he's here to try and win a cup. He made a play where he dove full extension with his stick to knock a puck out of the zone and mm-hmm. in, in the defensive zone to clear a puck. And that was just like, you know, 31 years old, shoulder injuries. You're really an offensive, you know, you're there to score. I didn't expect it. And then he had another play. I forget who it was that someone took a run. Was it at Lafreniere or Heedle? Heedle. Someone took a run at somebody. It was on the power play. And Tarasenko crushed him on the other end. Crushed him. Again, these were things I was not expecting. You know, I was expecting him to kind of, you know, coast on into the playoffs and maybe turn it on when the playoffs came. But he's taken on a role similar. It not listen. I'm not going to put them on the same level defensively or you know grinder wise. But the way Larmer 
became that secondary scorer, but also did all the little things to to win. You know, when it came to playing physical and 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 you know, clear, you know, defending. You know, Tarasenko's kind of played that way on this time. It's only been three games that I've seen this, so I don't want to. I don't want to blow it out of proportion, and you know, hopefully, it's something he can continue to do. But you know, his scoring as you know, it's on the same pace it was with St. Louis this year. So it's not what it was last year. But he's on that same like fifty-five-ish point pace with us, um, which is nice. You know, as a sec- as a secondary guy, but if you're going to be the secondary guy, you got to you know mm-hmm. chip in with some of the other shit. And he's been doing it, so I'm very um, happy to see that. You know, it's funny. Uh, Jim Jim mentioned that Jim Schmiedeberg mentioned this, and he is a great. It's a very valid point, and and it's it's a great point. And obviously, maybe I'll feel differently, and he'll feel differently, and you'll feel differently at the end of the season if if we haven't if we haven't um, reached our ultimate goal. But I'll tell you, having these two guys on this team right now, I mean, it's it's going to be sad next season that when we don't have them. I, I know, oh, I, I know, I'm, I know that Sean. I know next that season. But you know, when you're going in, you know these guys are rentals, and you're happy, you're comfortable with it. You know it, but you're seeing the chemistry, and you're seeing mm-hmm. what what they're able to do on the ice, and you're like, ah, oh, shit. You know, I you only wish that this was what there wasn't. This wasn't there was only no for one cap. run. <laughs> you wish that it was only wasn't right. only for one of run, and, and that that's really all I wanted to you know bring of up course. with that. I just thought that was so yeah. here. So these are the debuts of players. It's it's a really cool thing. I I I saw it and I was like, you know, it's really interesting. So Adam Graves, when they brought Adam Graves in, five three loss doesn't say the team, just says the what look what they played. Pavel Bore three one loss. Yager, oh, sorry, it was a nine one loss. Lindros. 3-1 loss. Gabrick, I guess Gabrick's first game. 3-1 loss. Phil Esposito, 7-5 loss. Uh, Peter Nedved, 2-1 loss. Pat Verbeek, 1-0 loss. St. Louis, 3-2 loss. Patrick Kane, 5-3 loss. Now, obviously, there's been other guys in that. I think they won Messier's first game. Um, but, I mean... The season starters to me shouldn't count. So like I was the Lindros that game. game, that was in Carolina. Gabrick game, like yeah. If a seat, but I'm saying if it if it was the first game, to me it, it holds a little right. water. The midseason no, acquisition. He's probably he's grasping. Yeah, yeah, so like he's, the and Adam Graves shouldn't count because Adam Graves. Yeah, yeah, none of us knew who the fuck he was when he got better, here. But I, I get I get where he's coming from. Where he's he's throwing some names out there. I would have liked to have seen who they played against and what the circumstances were and everything else. But it, it was a, he, he spent some right. time on it, um, which I I appreciate. You know, he always does that. And uh, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, they never seem to win those games, but. The emotions sometimes you say to yourself, they're never, they're never, they're never, um, and Kane, I'll tell you, Kane looked lost the first how three ma- games. How many of those guys, how many of those guys Pee Wee jerseys <laughs> did he own that he could wear backwards at the uh, glass asking for sticks and pucks? I don't, I listen, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I mean, I have so much crap. I mean, and to say to yourself at some point, like, you know, he's got guys that, He's got jerseys and sticks and uh, pucks of guys that. I mean, what do you do with that crap after that? Now, now you're stuck with it. Like wait, nobody wants it. Does anyone want a Nils? Does anyone get the want a Nils Longquist puck right now? Does anybody want a Kratzoff puck? I Dallas saw that. doesn't. That's not going well for us <laughs> at all. 
Now, I care for the draft pick, care. Sean. That's the only reason I care. I don't care that any other reason. I want the draft pick. I want the higher pick. I want it to get 55 points. We got the we got the first rounder. That's all more. that mattered to me. We need as much draft capital and as high a picks as we can. That's all I care about. So that we can trade them next trade deadline. <laughs> in in truth, I'm kind of happy he didn't turn out to be uh, anything great. Makes me feel better listen, about listen, moving on and getting the first that. round. I mean, I, look, I mean, we've seen defensemen defensemen develop very late in their careers. I mean, it, it's we've talked about the the Anton Strollmans and the Michael Sowers of the world. We've said it. They go to a different place. They they find themselves. I mean, we see Ryan Graves. It happens. But again, Ryan Graves is a third round pick. Lundqvist was a late first round pick. So obviously, it's a big difference. So we'll see. Right. We'll see. I mean, we'll see if uh, if he develops into anything. But we again, I, I'm not I'm not worrying about him anymore. We've moved on from him. We've moved on from Lee nah. Sanderson. We moved on from Kratzoff. We moved on from Dylan McElrath. It's all. It's this is all the team. Over. The rebuild got and us. And now here. we're gonna see. We're gonna see. You know what, what I'm excited about. We could finally put we could finally put the McElrath Tarasenko <laughs> draft to rest. Like, it is, that's finally it is pretty dead. crazy though that he thought the Rangers were picking him. I mean, I, we talked about that. I, I do think that's I, that is typical Ranger to friggin' do that kind of shit. But I'm wondering if they were a little bit nervous. Be, now, I mean, obviously Sharapanov. No, the Sharapanov thing, I'm I mean, sure, scared the shit out of them from Russia. He died. I, I, there's still a lot of stuff surrounding his death, which still crushes me to this day. It's it's the lack of it's the lack of control and oversight. I remember Jim saying something. This is years ago when I first started listening to BSU. And they were talking about the Sharapanov thing. And they were like, can we – it was like the upcoming draft was coming up. And they were talking about who – you know, I think uh, Steve Kornianos came on and was mentioning guys. It was a lot of Europeans. And he's like – I forget it was Eddie or Jim saying, I just want guys that are here. So this way if they go to a yeah. fucking hospital, it's here. <laughs> this European yeah. medicine just yeah. it obviously doesn't fucking take the cake. Dude, I want them in this. Was, I want them I'll on this you, continent. Not, I remember that day like it was yesterday. I was at work. Yeah, I mean, but that had to play into know. it. They I mean, had to they play said into he shouldn't it. have been playing. They saying he should have been playing hockey. If he was in North but America, he went to the combine. Sean, he went to the and combine. The they didn't pick up the combine. They don't. They don't. They don't do any type of heart, any type of heart workups now, and anything with that EKGs. I don't, I don't nothing? know. In two thousand eight, in two thousand eight or two thousand seven, whatever I'm draft that was, I don't, I don't know. And in two thousand six, they checked your heart, and you're talking about uh, the most antiquated, behind times. You know, I can't even think of the word right now that I want to say, but they do every, everything they do is reactionary. Everything they do is, you know, after something happens. They're progressive, though. You have you have a, you have a female commissioner. Yeah. Well, I mean, very progressive. I don't think that was Adam's first choice, but we won't get political. Um, but uh, I don't know. Um, by the by the way, FDNY commissioner hotter than Emily Kaplan. You have a real hard on for Emily Kaplan. I mean, not not a figurative hard on, but because we know how you feel about her, but. <laughs> but no, but I have any I have any for like, for Emily Captain. <laughs> oh really? I don't think she's that bad. Oh. She's a fucking really? she's a know. fucking puddle of mud. That's what she is. I don't think she's that bad, but Oh god. Well, Even my wife makes wife, fun yeah, of her. She, also and she doesn't care about anything so about how, how much her opinion really matters right now. I can't stand that guy. 
He's, he's a stroke survivor. I, I wish everyone, everyone. I don't wish. <laughs> I don't wish ill will on anyone. And like I told you, when <laughs> you, when you, when you, uh, you sent me the other day about Kel McCarr. Sean, I told you this. I don't care yeah, about any other player on any other team. I want them to lose. I don't want them to have any success. I don't. I don't wish. Oh well, yeah, you love the fact that he's. You love the fact that he's out tonight while we play each other in a fucking fantasy <laughs> hockey playoffs out. right now. Yep. Yeah. I listen. I mean, lower body I, injury. I, I, my, that fan, Fuck me. first of all, we need. We. I need. I. I finally understood how to work this whole fantasy thing, and it's probably too late for me at this point because I. I no, you're in the playoffs. It's all, it's oh, all zero zero. Now? It's playoffs. So much, uh, I'm playing you in the playoffs exciting. right now. This is exciting. Exciting. You're up 25.7 to 11.7. That's what's going on. Still on that last four. My goaltending is what crushed me at the beginning of the year between freaking Thatcher Demko. Thank God for Ottinger. <laughs> Otherwise, I would be screwed. My three goal. And then I'm stupid. I dropped the freaking yeah. goalie from Phoenix. I should have kept him and dropped somebody. Oh, God. So stupid. Oh, uh, Vimelka? So dumb. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, Billy Flynn just joined. Billy, you're doing really <laughs> good in fantasy hockey, too. <laughs> Billy's like, wait, I still have a team. <laughs> they didn't take that away. We, oh, they didn't God, contract midseason. This wasn't like golf yeah. where they, you know, there's there's the cut. Uh, so yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, it's 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 fun. We could laugh, we could joke about it right now because they're winning and they're playing really well. It's it's fun to do a show. It's 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 more fun to do a show, even though what that league blows. <laughs> Yeah, Billy goes that Billy, league Listen, blows. I don't disagree with you. I was I don't like a lot of the stuff. I don't understand the whole point system and how it works. Mm-hmm. I have the third most points, but yet I'm in fifth yeah. place. I I don't understand that. Well, yeah, but we'll it, make, it's we'll been make fun. It's been a learning season. experience, we'll and I've enjoyed it. It's it's kept me it's kept me abreast of what's going on in the league, who's playing well, who's not, and it's good. It's good for us. It's good for us. It's good for our show, and hopefully, we'll get more people to join next year. It'd be fun. Make it a uh, We'll try to do something yeah. really cool with it. But uh, again, like I said, I mean, I know everyone likes when I come on and scream, yell, and complain about when they're when they're losing and how bad they are. But I, I listen, I can't. I don't really have any gripes about them right now. I really don't. I know. I how know, can you score 15 straight goals? That's what you have a gripe. <laughs> but uh, again – Something I said to you the other day that I think is worth uh, mm-hmm. you know saying to the audience. My feelings – on how important and I want to thank the NHL schedule makers for this because while we were you know middling in, in a little bit of a muck trying you know guys trying to figure out what's my role you know after the trade deadline we finally get up to you know six defensemen and 12 forwards which was nice to see you know but you got guys like Kane trying to figure out you know, figure his way out someone like Panarin trying to figure out you know Panarin's just literally like a six-year-old child. You get, you gave him a little bit of leash, and he just fucking ran a mile the other way. You know, he was he was playing really good hockey all season, and then just as soon as King got here, turnover, turnover, turnover. He's trying, he, like he's thinking he's twenty-four years old he did again. It last night, playing with Kane, he did it last you know, night, throwing they're, pucks all over talk, the place. I'm just laughing because they're talking. Yeah, but last night was a blowout it didn't about matter. trying to get Halak to shut out and then turn and then Panarin turns the turn turns the puck <laughs> over play. the blue line and the, the first away. play. <laughs> and if there was anyone, maybe but Colton Sissons, that's probably in the back of the net. But uh, yeah. And Joe was said, funny. "Oh, maybe that was not." Probably the funniest thing he ever said. <laughs> that's probably the funniest that was thing really, he's really ever funny. said. Yeah. <laughs> 
he caught himself. But um, I, I think it was just awesome that they scheduled this three games and seven nights against a team like Pittsburgh. It's a, it's a team we've had a rivalry against for 20 years. They've been our playoff rival even just outside right. of this for the last 10 years. Um, I think it was it really got this team to say, okay, this is Crosby, this is Malkin, this is Latang. Like, they still see the names on the backs of the jerseys, just like other teams see Kane on the back of a jersey. You know, there's, there's respect there. And I got them to all, you know, it's one thing to do, you know, to, to play fire engine hockey the way that they were against lesser teams and still just come away with, you know, overtime points and comebacks and this and that. They buckled their chin straps to play Pittsburgh. And it gave them a little bit of a preview of a series, you know, of a playoff series against another playoff team, you know, in the division. So I thought that was really, really good because it was very telling that all of a sudden you started to see way more discipline in the neutral zone, way more discipline. They took a penalty, you know, defensively. They didn't take one penalty, which is pretty remarkable. So Igor, as much as I think he's playing much better defensively, I think we've also been much better. We've also had the puck a lot. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of factors Um, because even even when we were playing this way earlier in the season, Igor was just struggling. Um, He's played a lot better lately, but this this Pittsburgh thing, I think it got them in the right mindset. You know to really you know. Battle against the same team that's coming after you mm-hmm. three times in seven nights, which is you right. know, similar to what you get in a playoff series. And so I think that that was uh, it was very beneficial. I think it got them playing the right way, and now they can oh, move you, forward. Would you be satisfied with a split in these next two games against Carolina? I think it depends on how the games go. You know, we lose a two-one game. I don't know that I can necessarily get mad at that. You know, because I expect the games to be playoff intensity. You know, where it's the first period is going to probably be a lot of jabs. You know, feeling feeling it out. You know, especially knowing you're going to come back and play them again two nights later. I want to come away from those two games going. We see them in the playoffs. I'm confident. No, no, whatever that looks like. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, I I don't expect them to sweep them, Mm -hmm. but I do expect the games to be competitive. And I expect them to be in both games and 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 just you know not get not get your doors blown off. I mean, I think that's really where I, that's really where I'm at. Well, um, you know, we and I, I just I want to say I I just no, want to say on record I don't mean to cut you off. I, I'll let you go right back. Other than Boston, I truly uh, this is not just me being a homer because I'm now hearing it everywhere. I truly feel we have the second best roster in the National Hockey League. No, I agree. Right now. Guys who are on IR, listen, right. you're on IR. You're not part of the equation. So when you look at a team like Colorado who's missing Landis Cog, you know, McCarr's out again. Like, you're not there. You're not there. Our The team that we that we are putting on the ice tomorrow night is the second best team in the league. So – there should be no expectation of us getting our doors blown off by anybody. You know, we're we're I'm I'm hoping to not get our doors blown off. Shouldn't be anything that enters our minds as fans, and shouldn't be anything that well, enters do- their minds as well, players. Well, that's why last night's doesn't game matter who was, they play was impressive to me because 
they were able to control that game. They were able to control the tempo. And again, I understand they were playing against a, a minor, essentially a minor league roster in a lot of ways. But they were able to control that. They were able to control Pittsburgh the night before. And again, I understand. No Petrie and all, and you know all these other guys weren't there. I, I completely understand. But we've seen them in, in, in parts of the season against these bad teams. They've let them creep back in. And they didn't do it. They didn't allow that to happen. I think that's my biggest takeaway from this game is they didn't allow. They put their foot on these teams' necks in the last two nights, and they didn't let them off the mat. They didn't give them an opportunity to to get, have any life. And that's what you want. That's what you want. That's what that's to me, and that's why I told you this team lacked for, for the most of the season. Is they didn't they lack that killer instinct where when they're up, they don't let a team think they have any hope, and that's what Boston does so well. Is when they're up in a game, they make it known they're not losing, and I think that's the that's where this team needed to figure out. And and I think from a perspective of of, of Tarasenko and Kane. More so than anything else is their playoff pedigree. And I think that's what's going to help them. That's what's going to guide them. That's what's going to help them through these tough stretches that they may have, whether it's now or at the beginning of the playoffs. More so than their offense, more so than their goal scoring. Is is they're going to be able to, to speak from experience and say, listen, no, this is what we're, this, we know. We know what it's like. This is how it's going to be. And they can sit up there in the room and they right. can they can be – the, the mouthpiece for, for the for the rest of the team. It's also just like, like I said before, it's just the constant like there is no you know there is no quarter. <laughs> There's no break f- for the opposition. So when Carolina comes in, you know, when we face Carolina on Tuesday night, their game plan is obviously going to be to shut down, you know, they're going to pick a line and that's mm-hmm. the line that they're going to hope to shut down. You know, as as every team does, and you know if you have to pick and choose your spots, you know their third pairing and their third and fourth lines are going to play against somebody. So who's it going to be? And that's where it comes down to you know Tyler Mott adding a goal and you know Heedle adding a goal or our defensemen you know continuing to right. add goals when our bottom six is on, you know stuff like that. You know a couple of these Trouba goals will come on when the bottom six is on. So even though maybe Heedle. Lafreniere and Kako weren't the ones scoring the goal. They were on the ice when, you know, Trooper scored, I think, two of those. Schneider had that run where he scored, what, four goals in five games or something like that earlier? You know that he's on with a lot of those. So, you know, these these guys are on for for goals. Um, But that's where it's going to come in huge. And, you know, if there's ever the adjustment and you could exploit a matchup where you're going to get, you know, Kane on against a third-pairing defenseman, it's a matchup he's going to be able to exploit. He's able to exploit against top pairing defensemen. That's how great the guy is. We're seeing his pain. He's, he's not, not even moving yet. And, and, the, and again, I anticipate that he's going to be getting makes, a lot of injections makes last in the playoffs. So remarkable too is you were able to score seven goals with Kane and Panarin. Uh, excuse me, Kane and Tarasenko not getting, not really getting on the score sheet. That's huge, right? That's huge. I mean, the only the only thing I will say is Goodrow on his. I, I have to look what his faceoff numbers were. They were not very. I mean, for what I saw, I mean, again, I I don't I didn't see every one of his faceoffs. He took a lot of defensive draws, and I think what I saw, he lost three of them that I know of. 
So if that's my only concern is is how okay. good good he's going to be as a centerman and what his faceoff numbers are going to be. So it's not like you have a Brian Boyle, Dominic Moore, you know, very good faceoff guy back there. You know, he's played a, he's played mostly wing this year. So that's that's really my only thing that I, if you're going to complain about something, yeah, he, he's only at forty four percent for the year, Drew. This is definitely his lowest. I don't he know. Hasn't if it's played a lot of center his, uh, since he's been here. He's played very little center, you know. And uh, but he's right. taken. But he's always I taken think draws since he's too. been here. Oof! Ooh, you, you, were, you were you were you were not 30%? mistaken. <laughs> yeah, he was two and ten. Yeah. So I mean, that's really. Yes. I mean, we're, we're grasping at straws. Two but out of I'm 12. just saying, like, yeah. again, your fourth line. It'd be nice to have a center in there who can win a faceoff. So. Right. Uh, who was uh, who was the best faceoff guy last night? Yeah, Did you is... say that? Uh, let's see. Because oh. I just went to his his actual game log itself. Uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't give me uh, faceoff numbers. For, Not a big deal. For the team. But you know who it's going to be. You know, if there's a big defensive zone faceoff, unless it's on an icing late in right. a game, Trocheck's going to be on the no, ice. He's done well with that. He's definitely done well with that, and that's. And they've had situations where he takes the face well, off, and as soon as it's clear, he gets off. They've had him and, and Sabanajet on the ice at the same time, right? Right. And well, in case that. someone I've gets kicked out, yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, they he seems to have found that that I think. See, I I said to you, I thought Panarin, I thought Panarin and Kane should be separated, and honestly, I so far that seems to be the better situation right now, because I just yes. feel like. But, but it was worth 100%. it was worth trying I mean, I, though first and, and it'll work and it'll, it just didn't work. <laughs> excuse me, maybe they'll play a little bit on the power play together and and well they'll have a little bit more open ice. But to me, P- Kane likes to distribute the puck. Panarin likes to distribute the puck. Kreider Kreider can't distribute. And there's the puck. only one. Tarasenko's a better shooter than right. a passer, and Zabanajed's a passer, so a shooter. So when you have all these shooters, you need someone that's gonna who's supposed to be a shooter, I should say. You like to have a guy that wants to distribute the puck. And to me, it just makes perfect sense to have them on two different lines. Let me ask you a question. Do you cringe oh, when awful. Kreider touches the puck oh, he's awful. He, yeah, he makes on the power nervous. place? Yeah. When he, he gets the zero, puck on I mean, the wing? You think after 10 years of being, or 12 years after being, was he in the league he 10 years now? You think he he'd ha- work on a stick hand like a little bit. A little bit. I mean, that's something you something. can work on. He has the wheels. He has a good shot. He has the tip ability. Right. Go. He should pull Patrick Kane aside and say, "Listen, help me with my hands." <laughs> or call Voltek, call call Voltek Volsky yeah, to come back awful. and help him with his stick handling. It's really bad. He touches the puck. I don't want him touching the puck on the power play unless it literally just touches his yeah. stick to go in. Or it's another thirty goal season, though. Or he digs a puck out of the corner it, and it sends it back up the boards. It is remarkable that he's now finding this resurgent goal wise in his freaking thirties. It's like Mike Knubel. Yeah. Right? Mike Knubel never had 50, Knubel but Mike Knubel had, had, what, four, five, four or five 30 goal seasons, I think, after the age of 30. I, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a pretty that's pretty incredible. That's why I said everyone's everyone, everybody wants like to throw Kreider out. And I get it. I, I, I understand his salary. You gotta get rid of somebody. But I'm telling you right now, you trade that guy, you're gonna be dying to find somebody just like him. All the hope is that Lafreniere is able to 
plays oh, a similar not, style. Gonna, I don't think he's going to be as, as a neck, good a Kreider for as a neck front. two or three years. So we'll see what happens. With Kreider. You still got Kreider for what? Five more after this right. one? He's on his second. No. I think, like he signed four, the contract. He got a seven. He didn't year get an eight year. He, he didn't get an contract. The year before the lockout, uh, the year before the pandemic hit, so 2020. So his contract would have started 2021 or 2022. I don't. Right? It was in 1920. So so his new contract started 2021. So is he already in his third year? Is this already his third year of this contract? Kreider has one. Okay. Kreider right. has four wow. more years after this. <laughs> and what's Panarin and Truba have three after this? Three. They got to win. They, they got to yeah, right. Almost done. Halfway there. <laughs> Halfway there. <laughs> they got to win. They got to win. They got to win. I was thinking about that years. the other day. I'm like, they got. I mean, we're gonna see what happens. They got to. No, they. No, you're they right. They got Almost. Forget I hate, the. I, I. You know what's shitty about this, this whole thing? Why do you hate to? They, they got. They, they, and the thing that pisses me off more than anything else is if they had this team last year, they go to the fucking Cup final. There's no Boston to go through last year. There was no Boston. Florida was not nearly as good as Boston was, has been this year. Florida was good last year. But Boston has shown zero flaws. Where Florida showed that they could be beaten if they played got if you played them a certain way. And obviously Bobrovsky is an issue. But, you know, again, we have this great team and we have to go past, you know, probably two or three of the best teams in the game. To get to the cup final. I don't think that you I get their record. We've seen okay. for four years what Carolina is. And they okay. and they just lost one of their better okay. offensive players, and they don't have many. We'll see. All right. I, I don't they don't scare me. They don't scare me. Who on that team scares you besides Aho? Who Brent would Pesci. be the seventh best player on our team? Uh, Brett Burns. Aho. Uh, <laughs> Jesse Pugliarvi. <laughs> oh man! Like I said, I said this. I said this on a show last year. Carolina plays eighty-two playoff style games, and when everyone else isn't. So when they when when you get to the playoffs and the other teams are you playing know, at that same intensity, you know, they're just not as talented. How pissed would you be if you're a Carolina Hurricanes fan and you did nothing at the trade deadline? I mean, I understand you're in first place. Boston was in first place. They still added on, added four pieces. Like, right? If I'm if I'm a season ticket holder to that team, I am fucking furious right now. Furious. When you see the five other teams in your division loading up, and not even the five teams, you have the teams that are fighting for a playoff spot. They're loading up, and you don't. It's un. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I just I don't think they're, they're that good. great. I don't think I don't th- I don't think I don't I uh, listen. They're good. I hate to say this and I'm I'm probably going to get shit for this. I'd almost rag to see the Islanders make the playoffs only for the fact that I want I want them to beat Boston. To beat I Boston. honestly think I think well, to beat I think up Boston, any to team slow down Boston. That has the chance to 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 stymie Boston in any way it's that team. Of of the teams that are there, of the teams that are there, I agree with that. Yeah, Tampa or can, Tampa. but I, I Tampa want them one early. If we can get rid of them, let's get rid of them in the first round. Let I'm serious. I'm 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 dead serious. I want them gone as quickly as possible. 
I want to sit there and I want to laugh at all these people, all these Boston fans, and how they think this automatically anointed them the Stanley Cup champions. I want them out. They, they, Tampa Bay did it. They did it to Tampa. Columbus did it to Tampa three, four years, four, four years ago. I want this to be done to Boston. Yep. So that's the only reason why I would want to see the Islanders make the playoffs. Like I said, I I told you it's very, very it's very very difficult to run the table from start to finish with no adversity. It's well, very well, difficult. Put, so the Rangers did it in '94. So that's our that's our that's our only true understanding of a championship season. Their adversity right. was going to seven games against the Devils and then going to seven games against. Vancouver. So that would you consider that 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 that's the adversity? I said it's very difficult. President's Trophy teams usually don't win, and there's a reason for it because it's very difficult. What the Rangers did in ninety three ninety four was was remarkable. They it was it was every, the exception to the rule. They, they ran the table that season, though. Huh? I mean, you think about it. They're up. They're up yeah. one nothing against the Devils in Game Seven. Well, first the Messier thing. And then, and then they're up one nothing against the Devils right. in Game Seven, and then Zelipukin scores with you know seven seconds left. And uh, seven point didn't Drury score with seven point seven seconds left when when he scored that goal for for, for Buffalo? Something like it was either seven seven yeah. or seven two. Um, it was close. Anyway, and it was close. Uh, what's it called? And um, you know, obviously, then we know they're up three one against Vancouver. I mean, again, they freaking it's just. I just felt like they rang, they had to ring everything, every emotion. I mean, Harry Rose says it in the video. It's like they had to ring every ounce of emotion out of that playoff series. It was incredible to win. Right. Yeah. Exhausting. It, it, it was exhausting. But. But I, 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 listen, this is the year. This is the, they've moved. And when I say they've moved all their chips to the middle. I don't mean that they've taken all their assets and moved their assets to the middle. But they've gone all in by acquiring a first ballot Hall of Famer who's not over the hill yet. He's at, he's at the edge of his prime. But, I mean, he's still a point-per-game player. And Tarasenko is, again, it's, very, it's, it's becoming very much like Steve Larmer, a guy who was Mikula, great. Mikula worries me. Who still is. A little bit. He worries me a little bit. Oh, God. He reminds me. He reminds me. He's just me, a loose cannon. He reminds me a he's little bit of He's a loose cannon. And again, I, I pray to God that I'm wrong. I mean, it's he's like a penalty. He's a pe- – but Sean, he's a no. penalty waited to happen. For different reasons, at least. The guy yeah. can fly. Well, Nemeth was a statue. All you need is to, this guy to <laughs> the take guy a can shit fly. His penalties penalty. are well, usually out of aggression. He's slow. He's Mikula. Who? I don't think I don't. He's think not he's slow at all. Shit. He's fast as shit. I think sometimes he holds on to guys because he can't keep up with them. I don't see that being the case. He's usually taking dumb penalties uh, because he's most being of the over aggressive. He's taken a holding penalties that, that I've noticed. You know what I found fascinating last night? Oh. Do you know Braden Schneider's only taken three minors? I think I, I, I'm not taking that, that up right now. No, he's. T- I, I thought he hasn't taken, taken any. I thought he has zero. No, I think he's taken three minors. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, hold on. I can't believe Rune Dogs in the minors. Kevin Rooney. <laughs> so oh, he's got right? eleven minutes. Okay, which means there's got to be one fight in there. So he has three minors, 
Yeah, has to be. Three minors, yeah. If he's got 11 minutes, that only ends fight? up. That is up to three minors. He, fought, he did fight somebody, did but fight? I can't think of what the hell it was. I know he, yeah. fought, he fought the Devils guy last year. That was last year. year he fought someone on the Devils, yeah. right? Who the fuck did That was fight? last year. We'll have to go look at the game logs. I have to go back and look at the game logs. Are you looking at that, or do you want me to do it? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now I'm on it. It was against Boston. Did he fight Frederick? Or Nosick? Uh, no. Frederick. I don't remember that. Was that? Oh, no. Goudreau fought Frederick. He fought oh, my other favorite AJ player. Greer after a hit. So AJ Greer got the fighting, two minute instigator, oh, you know two and ten instigator. He might have had to fight him. But isn't that incredible, though? You're know, talking about a 20 something year old defenseman, 21 year old, 22 year old defenseman taking three minor penalties all season. And he plays aggressive. And plays aggressive. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. that's unheard of. I mean, they take a big big penalties by mistake. Unbelievable poise. You know, you, that means his stick's right. always in the right place. And it's because he has great wheels and he doesn't mm-hmm. have to worry about guys not, you know, getting past him. And what is he averaging ice time? Do you have his average ice time there? I know he played. They played all played minutes. a lot less. Like, that was nice to see. It was all very even. I think every. Yeah. I think if I look, uh, I think the average line played fourteen minutes. The, the forwards played an average of fourteen minutes. Probably. His average uh, ice time is fifteen and a half minutes. That's not bad. Wow, that's impressive. That's very impressive. He's also going to get paid. God, these guys don't get paid. But Sean, the offensive guys get paid. Three million dollars, like for Ryan Lindgren, and they're going to have to keep him. Which probably means, which probably means that Goudreau, if they're if they want, if, if for whatever reason this team does not win this year, and they need to make upgrades to this team, he's the guy that has to go. You can't get rid of Ryan Lindgren. He's too important. Am I wrong? That, am, am I wrong that I don't want to discuss? Anything that right. takes place no, after, right. ju- saying, after June. Just... Me personally, I just if you do, you do. I, I just I, I I don't know if I'm the weird one where I just nothing after that takes place after June yeah, I guess. interests me at all. That's how locked in I am on it, it's it's right, it's here. What am I looking for for next year or two years or three years or five? It's here. This team is built to win this fucking year. Well, like a like like our friend, and that's that's all I can like think about is it's Danny finally said, here. A lot of things need to break our way, and a lot of things need to happen. They don't. They have so much fucking talent sure, now. You know, in every playoff series, there has to be some form of uh, some kind of luck. You some dictate kind of thing it. that needs to happen. Every series, it doesn't matter what it is. But but playing but talent can for you make your own luck, and you do that by playing hard with talent. Right. And staying healthy. Stay healthy. That's a huge. That's. I mean, but that's you know. Every, we, that's we all, everything. We all talk about fourteen and fifteen, and we all say to ourselves, "Well, do the Rangers go to the Cup final if Zuccarello's healthy? Do they go to the Cup final if McDonough doesn't have a broken foot?" You know. Again, I mean, you need you need all these things to break your way. You need the breaks to happen. You need it to. Exactly. But you could say that about Boston too. Exactly. You can say that about literally I'm, I'm every not team saying in the that. I'm not just saying that about so us. So that's why I can't I'm worry about that. You, to win a championship, you need to have some kind of luck and some kind of breaks that have to go your way. 
It's the way it goes. You know, my toes, my toes wrap around. And that's why, and that's why, but that's why it's imperative that you have different guys that can pick up the slack because it's impossible for the other, for your opponent to check all 12 of your forwards. It's impossible. You can, you can try and take away this guy and that guy, but you're always going to leave someone and it's up to that guy to exploit, to to exploit a matchup. Find a way to produce offensively and without sacrificing defense. That's going to be huge. I mean, and like, like like we said, like we talked about this and, and I brought it up. This is the best fourth line they've had since 2014. It is. They can all skate. That's number one. That hasn't been the case right. for a while with the fourth lines. You know, we've had some decent skill, but I mean, Mott and VC especially, they're both really, really good skaters. So they're able to pin teams deep, you know, and then you have Goudreau to be the response, you know, to be the responsible guy. And that's not, I mean, all three are defensively responsible, but as far as just the guy that's, you know, mm-hmm. will hang back a little bit as the other two right. really get, get in on the forecheck. Um, I can't say enough good things about what I've seen from the fourth line. Mott just has to stay healthy. That is, like you oh, said, I'll tell you, I'm not gonna lie that, to that's you. a big thing. When bank. he went down the other day, uh, I'm like, I put my head down. I'm like, not again with this guy. Right, because the second you need to bring up fucking Johnny Brzezinski or this. Uh, that, I know you can't bring, then, I, think, I mean, for the playoffs. They're not going to. But they're not going to. should. But they're not going to. I think he fits more of a, a need, a, a role than Cooley does. That's just me. And then uh, I think I think he, I think Cooley fits a need more so than Brzezinski. I think he fits a different role. It's a bigger body. But they can, I don't know. You probably will. You probably yeah. right. it's going to be Ryan Carpenter and it's going to be Brzezinski. It's going to be one of them. Right. It's going to be Carpenter and Brzezinski. Carpenter yeah, was the guy I was them. trying to think of, and I couldn't think of his it's name. Be one of them. But then again, I mean, I'm not. I'm again. I don't. The those two guys, as long as they're not hurting me defensively, I don't care. Then I'm not worried about scoring. I mean, I'm worried, I'm not worried about goals anyway for my fourth line anyway. But I'm just saying, as long as they don't hurt me defensively, I'm I'm okay with that. It is what it is at that point. Again, with the fourth line, especially, it's I said it before about the third line. It's even more important with the fourth line. If the fourth line is able to pin a team deep for 20 seconds, 25 seconds in the offensive zone, and change. As that puck is coming out, right. that's how you get transition. And that's how the next line is able to come on with an advantageous matchup right? No, and, ex- and try to exploit it. No, it definitely makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Matchups are going to be big, especially come playoffs. And it's like, so, all right, so we play the Devils. Who do you want? Who do you want against Mika. Hughes? Who's the line when we have when we Mika. have the matchup? You know, when we're home at the Mika. Garden, he's our best center. I want our best center against their best center. Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. What about defensively? Do you want you want Fox and Lindgren against Hughes? I don't know. It's, it's what 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 Keandre Miller, Miller am I going to get? Ability. Am I going to Miller of this last three games or Keandre yeah, Miller of the previous true. seven? You know what Miller am I getting? That's the question. You know, I mean, listen, I, I love I love the fact that he had four points last night. I think he's been great the last three games. But me, I care about his defense. I don't care how many goals he scores, how many points he puts up. 
It's when he starts thinking too much offense. Right. That's Same. really where his downfall is. And and like I said, I mean, I can, I want him to play strong defense. I don't care what he how many points he puts up. That's all I care about is make strong defense. See, I don't think he ever sells himself. Truthfully, I don't think he ever sells himself out necessarily for offense. He just gets a little nonchalant defensively the in the corners, especially pitches in this. this right, yeah. and you saw Crosby. You know, I don't know if I don't know if it's we do it more than other teams. I'm going to start really watching other teams to see if they do it as much. We make a lot of D to D passes off the, off the end boards to where Crosby sniffed it out the other day and picked it right off. <laughs> right. You know, and, took, and uh, so, you know, is that where he's no, that wasn't where he set up Gensel. He made, but he made a play behind the net where he, it was totally telegraphed that so Miller was right. going to throw it behind the yeah, net. It was to a pass too. He does that. They yeah. wrap around the nets. But it's just, he does, he does a lot of things in the defensive zone that are not, that are with the puck that are a little nonchalant for me. Right. There's no urgency. Right. So it's not very rarely do I ever feel like Miller got caught down, you know, got caught pinching or got caught, you know, trying to take a step and got burned. I don't, I don't feel that way with him too often. It's really just again, little lackadaisical or a little no, careless with the puck is, in, in the defensive the zone sometimes. To, to describe it, I think that's that's exactly that's yeah. how I feel. Sometimes I just feel he's just very all right. Let's just move the puck. Right. But no, you can't play that way. Yep. So no. There's, no. No I feel like the team. I feel like the team is like that. Fox being on the ice against Hughes but Joe, just, just, just to put a bow on this, I feel like the team in general sometimes is too nonchalant with the puck. A lot of these guys, Panarin's bad with it. I've seen Tarasenko be slightly nonchalant with the puck. I mean, oh, there's, there's a bunch totally. of guys that I've seen with the puck that just very like, oh, you know. I'm like, what are we doing? So uh, yeah, I don't want. I don't want. I yeah. don't want Fox. No, Panarin I don't want with Fox. the puck, right? I don't want Fox. That's a that's a dead I horse. It's <laughs> a dead Jack horse in my world. And I think Timo right. I think Timo Meyer is going to be a pain in the ass. And Palat, we know Palat's always a pain in the ass. They got listen. They got some good horses on that team. It's not. It's not. There's no slouches there. I just slouches. They're going to have a 110 point season. I, there's I, no I slouches. Also think, I also they just think don't have a that, winner. Um, no, well, and they don't have our goalie. Sean, you know, listen, I've seen Michael Vanacek Lake go to a not. Stanley Cup final. I've seen Antti Niemi go to a Stanley Cup final. You don't need an elite goalie. This is not the this is not the '90s and the early 2000s anymore. You don't need a superstar goalie to win a championship. Fucking Linus Olmark. I don't give a flying fuck how Ovesna we're not. He's winning because that team's playing strong defense in front of him. They're not giving him anything more. I agree with that. Because Swayman's made been just a as good. career off of playing Jacques Lemaire's trap bullshit, and why he has so many wins because of strong defense in front of him, facing 17 shots a game, while the Richter who was playing in in the River Over was facing 40. Big difference. Big difference. Huge Igor difference. was a Vezina Trophy winner because he saved their ass last year in in what 30 percent of the games. He pretty much won on his own. He did it against Buffalo. That that was the yeah. first game I could say this season where he won that game single handedly. Was that Buffalo game right? I mean, they had nothing for Buffalo. Patrick Kane scored a goal, banked it off the other team's player. That's the only goal they scored. I mean, he, he stood on his head. So, anyway, yeah, so that's what you need. Sometimes it's what it takes, goalie. though. Your goalie needs to be there when you have right. a defensive breakdown. That's the that's when 
you need him the most. And you're not going to win if your goalie's going to be giving up shots from fucking the breadline. You know what I mean? Which we saw earlier this season. I'm obviously right. being facetious, but when they were giving up weak goals, is this is where the team was stumbling. Right. Can't overcome it. Well, the good thing is, is that we always we have just, just an unbelievable amount of firepower. That if it turns into one of the, like we can win any type of so, way that Blake, we need to so try and win. This. You watch the Boston. You watch. Did you watch the entire Boston game? Mm-hmm. Okay. The second and third periods. What would you say? Because I didn't watch any of that game. I had my 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 kids. I had family over for my girl's birthday. I didn't watch a second of that game because I knew they were going to lose. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to waste. I wasn't. I wasn't going to ruin. I wasn't going to be put in a bad mood watching this game. And, and you know, because I know how I would be. I said, I'm not right. going to watch it. So tell me what you saw. Now, obviously, they were playing shorthanded. Obviously, they played. Kane's only Kane. Second game. Played a huge What part. did you see that you liked? What did you see that you didn't like? I thought they did a good job mm-hmm. against their big guys. But Charlie Coyle. You know, they, against it's, it's, Pasta, it's like Bergeron. It was a death, death, uh, Every time. death tactics in Charlie Coyle. School. Death yeah. taxes and Charlie Jeff Coyle Skinner. scores. It's always yeah. one of them. But anyway. Skinner. Or, or Jake DeBrusque. He's another one that loves to score yeah. against us. Anyway. Nothing like Charlie Coyle. Charlie Coyle is just the it's, – it's an automatic every time you play, whether, was, whether he was in, in Minnesota Boston, yeah. or here in Boston. Him and Devin said a good He just team. always scores against us. Anyway, um, I'm kidding. But keep going. <laughs> Devin said a I just it was it was a game where they just kind of ran out of gas, is how I felt about it. Like it was close it, it was close. We were with them. Like we certainly weren't. Did you think you know, Boston played well blown you think Boston wasn't, didn't play well? Because their coach yeah, felt no, he didn't play well. I went back tight. and listened to his press conference. I wanted to see if he gave the Rangers any credit for playing shorthanded, which he didn't. The Ottawa coach did. DJ Smith did okay. the day before. But I wanted to know mm-hmm. if you felt Boston had their A game. I haven't watched Boston enough this year to know well, they, what their A game okay. looks like necessarily. But the fact that we were shorthanded and that was a that was – a tight up until the contested third game right. into the third period. Were they lose four two that yeah. one five two four two five two. Um, they may have gotten an empty netter at the end. It was really no. it was a two two game. Once they made it three two, we were still in it, and then we started taking chances. They made it four okay. two, and that I was that curious because I I didn't see them play that game, so I wasn't, and they weren't really playing well at that point. Obviously, the whole Kane thing was going on. And, no. I, I, and that's very right. reminiscent, and that's why I brought up the whole Yager thing. I felt like when the Rangers got Yager that season, they kept trying to defer to him too much, and give you know it was, and they did the same thing with Kane. I, I remember they passed up glorious chances against Ottawa to to get the puck to Kane. I know, but then Kane was also passing it up. <laughs> yeah, but he seems to be There's getting a, a lot more comfortable. And uh, I think uh-huh. keeping him off of off of Panarin's line for now is the best thing. He could be his own person. He's not. They're not going to. Yeah. I think they were just so expecting the chemistry to just kind of fly off the charts again, and the expectations. You're never going to live up to. Right, that. right. You're never going to live up to that. It's not. It's just not. It's no. not fair. So, no. I think this is the perfect scenario for them right now. There are two separate lines, and listen, you got two 
firepower lines. I wanted Kane badly. I was saying this to my buddy the other day. I really wanted to get Kane. You know, once once it looked like it was going to happen, and you think about all the all the things that you know, and we've said it all on the show before. You know, the, right. the different things that I felt he added. But what started to scare me those first few games with him was how much they were deferring to him. I didn't want this no. team to now be built around Kane. You know, this is still supposed to be a team that's built around Zabanajad, Kreider, Panarin, Fox. It's still supposed to be around our core guys with Panarin, with, um, you know, Tarasenko and Kane adding to that. I didn't want this whole, the whole team's identity to change to be the Patrick Kane show where everyone else is now supporting Kane. Like, don't rebrand. Right. Everything right. you've built around right. the guy who's right. going to be here for a month and a half. No, I agree with you. Two months. That was starting to scare me because he was he was thrust into into the lineup playing nineteen or twenty minutes, and the power play that's been successful for four years mm-hmm. was completely uprooted to you know to cater to him. I like. I also. And so it's kind of like all right. You know, I also are like we going too the far? Two separate power plays. I think that gives them. I do too. Uh, I think it gives them a little extra incentive. I don't know. I, I, I like. I don't like Kako not being on the power play personally, but um, oh, forget him. I don't. I, I don't want. I don't want to forget him, Sean, because he's a an intricate part. He doesn't. He do, right. he doesn't pull the trigger to shoot. He doesn't. Well, he's that's, that's the worst guy to be on the power figure play. Out. He's going to have to <laughs> learn how to shoot the puck more. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. But I do yeah. like the fact. I don't like Trooper on the power play. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't love it. I don't know why Fox, Fox should be out, out there the, there the full two minutes. minutes. Just take him. Thank you. I was going to say take the him same off thing. the penalty kill. Take him off the penalty yeah. kill. Let Schneider kill. Take do the penalty kill and keep and keep him on. I mean, there's no read. There's no reason for him to be out there. Uh, uh, he no. shouldn't be out there for the full two minutes. And he might be. And he might be out there. And I'll tell Fox you right should now. Be out there for the full he two. starts off with whatever unit starts. So if if the Mika's unit starts, yeah, I've yeah, whatever. Is unit that true? Starts, I haven't paid attention to with. that. So depending okay. on the shift or how everything worked okay. out, he always starts. So, right, like I said, I mean, we'll see what happens. Trooper scares me so much on the power play because if the puck gets, gets chipped out, well, Fox can't recover. Either, he can't though. recover. He has at least a a, a chance just off left. He'll read the play before I'll Trooper does. And he's never shooting it from the point right. Fox, so he's never getting it blocked. You know, Truba, which you know, I don't fires mind. away. You know, you you take one of the, yeah, but he never hits the net. He takes one of those slap shots and it hits. You know, it hits a shin pad. It's going you know twenty feet the other way. We we joke about he's not catching up. Group chat with my uh, with my friends and we're like we're gonna play a drinking game one night about every time the Rangers miss the net, <laughs> you'd be drunk. You'd be drunk by the end oh, of the first God. period. <laughs> It's awful. How, I mean, Panarin's the worst at missing the net. I mean, he misses the net by like a mile. I, I mean, and then when Troop is out there, because yeah. he the just Alexander throws it Carpet sometimes. Sips at the point. He's not God, looking. You know, God, God rest his soul. Um, the, <laughs> off, oh, shot off the glass, off the glass, off the glass. I'm like, oh my God, is Carpet set back? Yeah. But um, yeah. So again, it's uh, it's a great time. It's exciting. I'm looking forward to the stretch here. Um, I would like for them to wrap this up, you know, sooner than later. And uh, hopefully, uh, 
Now, what, where, how would you do? You, where, how do you feel about resting guys? Like, how do you? Where do you? Where are you on that? You don't like it. You want guys to like put balls to the wall for the right, remainder of the season. I didn't say balls to the wall. I just I don't want them sitting out games. So I have no problem doing stuff like they did they last night, out. where the ice time uh-huh. is maybe a little more spread out. You start getting the kids maybe an extra two minutes a game. You take you know you. Keep Kane around, you know, 16 minutes a night instead of trying to burn him out at 19. But the Zibanejads, the Trocheks, them playing their 19, 20 minutes, okay. I'm fine with it. Keep it going. There's a, the schedule's yeah, not, backs. It's not a bad schedule backs. down the stretch. Which back-to-backs haven't bothered us at all this year. No. I don't remember. I don't remember once saying we were a victim of a back to back. I'm sure there was one, but um, yeah, we have a back to back on the 30th and 31st yeah. against and the Devils and Sabers. They play St. Louis, the fourth game, the fourth final game of the season. Like, where the hell did that game come from? <laughs> They're flying to St. Louis, Sean, for one game, and then they fly to Columbus. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying. That's like, it's just a weird. A it's just a weird. Yeah, game I get to it. Be put at that point of the season, like you're playing St. Louis, the fourth game of the, yeah. the fourth final game of the season. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. It is what it is. I'll tell you, they got, they got, they got Carolina the next two, and they got Florida. They got two days off. They play Columbus, and then I'll tell you, the rest of their schedule isn't really that bad. I mean, Washington is what it is at this point. They play six games the final two weeks. So that's not no. It's, it's not, not an overburdening really finish not. to the season. That, and, and Sean, that so you last look at those last three games. Two games, yeah. The eighth, the tenth, and they the thirteenth. Two games. So there's enough rest in there for everybody. To, you don't have to sit anybody. Like no one's benefiting. I don't want and, anyone and sitting one of those games and having five those, days off. Last three games is like there's no playoff implications for Columbus, Buffalo, or, Tor- or Toronto. Toronto's already going to have unless they're fighting for. Home ice, which I I'm pretty Home sure ice. they're going to have anyway. I mean, the Columbus game is going to be a while. Actually, the last three games: so St. Louis, Columbus, and Buffalo, all games where you know you can you can essentially play your whole roster, right? You can give every guy equal ice time. Right. Maybe if if one of your defensemen are bang, are banged up and Lingren's back, maybe you spot Harper in there for a game. You do something like that. Or maybe if you have a forward that's banged up, right. that's not maybe not a hundred percent, but could play if he had to. Maybe you play eleven and seven for a game. I'm not saying all three of them, but one of them maybe. You know what I mean? They'll figure it. I'm 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 not overly worried about it. It's it's not something that they. It's not like uh, baseball where you can sit, right. you know, five six guys in the lineup, you know, for that Sunday right. matinee after a Saturday night game. Um. That most they can sit one or two people. So what do you think? So, what do you think of these next three games? I, so I'm not we really have concerned. we have obviously have Carolina twice, and then we have Florida, who's also fighting. They won tonight, uh, fighting for their playoff lives. Yeah, they're playing a lot better. Yeah, Florida's so what, playing what better. What do you think for these uh, for these next three? I think I I think we win at least two of them. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Two zero and one. Oh, you think so? You oh, you oh, so you think one of those five out of six points. Oh, well, I mean, we're the specialists at overtime. We love the over. We, we love, love our overtime. We love our rotation. I feel like a lot of games have gone to overtime. That's like a thing now. Did you see that they're planning? They they might be going to seven minutes in overtime. 
that they're, they're they were they're talking play, about that playing around on with NHL the radio. I didn't say it, but and that they like it, and that that a lot of games are, are ending that in that in that final in that final two minutes. You know, they're end, it's ending in that before going to the shootout. Which honestly, I'd rather. I hate the shootout. I do. It was fun. It was fun the first season. Oh, it was a gimmick. You know, Malik going fifteen rounds. See, those are the ones that to me that are fun. Yeah. When you start getting guys out there that that have no business shooting. That's when it starts getting interesting. Right. But, like, I don't know. I, I'm i not a fan of the shootout anymore. I'm kind of over it. It's Bettman's darling. Like, he – who's uh, – someone made a joke about it the other day. You know, when they were talking about this. I think it, I think it was uh, McKern on uh, Sirius. And he was saying, you know, you guys all complain that you hate that you hate the shootout. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> nobody leaves the building. Good point. Nope. <laughs> nobody nope. turns it off. Nope. nope. So nope. – Oh yeah, like there is still drama in it. You know, when you when you are, and I mean, we've been there. You know, you're watching it live. It is exciting. I just hate that. I just at right. the end of the day, I hate that at, the game is decided by it. I was there live. Like I do for enjoy the it. Shootout, dude. It was that's, incredible. Yeah, that's crazy. That was, I remember that was Thanksgiving weekend against against Washington, and. The fact that like it went that long, and the guys that scored for the Rangers, Nylander, Billy Nemedin, Strudwick, and and this was and and Nemedin and Strudwick scored after Washington scored. They needed to, those guys to score to keep it going. Oh, 100%. Uh, so you're thinking game over? And Struddy goes top shelf. <laughs> Jason Strudwick was top shelf on freaking Kolzik. And then Malik, I could, I, I, see now, I, where my seats are, so I had a view of that goal that he was shooting on. Like, my seats were right over that goal. And when he did that, I go, did he just go between his legs? And the, the place went absolutely bonkers. Cause it's the first year of the shootout and it went 15 rounds. I mean, they were ready to bring the backup goalie in. Oh, it's it's the most famous shootout goal in history. We're, we're 20 years later, and it's the, the most famous shootout goal in history. It was incredible. It really was. I mean, right. have you ever watched right. the, the whole shootout straight through? And it just goes – Sean, it just goes to show you no. how that team was played well that year. They had Jager and Peter Pruka and no one. I mean, they had nobody. It was incredible, that team. I mean, oh no! They had the they had the top the, four. They had you had right. Nylander, Straka, Yager, Ruchinski, and uh, Ruchinski. Steve Ruchin, Jason Ward, Steve Ruchin. I mean, then yeah. after, after those guys, Pruka, but Ruchin, Pruka, Ruchin and Ruchinski were, were yeah, good Pruka players that year. He scored thirty goals for them, and then Pruka. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think who else was on that team. That was that was an awful team. Oh god! And then then you got you got Sakura, you got Sakura <laughs> later on. You got Sandusola Lynch later on. Right. I mean, Billy Neiman didn't even last the season for that team. He was traded. Um, but I'm just saying, it's like you forget like the lead up, the whole lead up to that shootout was incredible. I will never forget that. So it was a pretty cool yeah. experience to be there for that one. But I'm with you though. <laughs> I, I think they'll go two and one of some some kind of some kind of combination. Something else that I would love for them to do. Because this would ensure that games won't – their biggest concern is a game right. lasting a half hour in overtime. That's their biggest – that's oh, yeah, the league's biggest concern. We were, right? we were both there for game one last year against Pittsburgh. 
that was awful. <laughs> and then to lose yes. it like that. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So that that's their biggest concern. So what I what I would like to see, and I know it won't happen. You play an untimed three on three overtime where only the winner gets two points. The loser gets zero. I don't mind that. So this way you ensure that the teams are just going to play offense. You know, like they see they think that if they make it a ten minute OT, that you're gonna have the teams continue to do the cycle of the they blue do line a lot more of that. And take I've it back that out a lot more this year than minutes. I've ever seen it done previously. Because they're just taking their time. And if they get to well, the shootout, the they get to the shootout. Like they're just as long as the other team doesn't well, have the puck, they can't score. The so that's how they, the that's the mentality. Right, right. So what does he do? He starts Chris Kreider on the fucking thing, and any time that he touches the puck in overtime, he turns it over what in the corner, and it's going the other way. Malkin down in the overtime. But, At least Panarin has a chance to score it, it every time. It completely got lost over. Is why the hell is he hooking him? He, I mean, what, what was the what was the thought process behind that play? What, what did you expect was going to happen? Anger. Not you've in never, overtime, Sean. You've never gotten taken. You've never in, in, got in a, in a regular game, yeah, but not in overtime. Reach out and slash the guy. Overtime. I've done it a thousand times. So I I I kill him I for it as a fan, I but I guess it's and nothing I, I haven't done. Media afterwards <laughs> about it and own up to it. Hey, he's pissed off. He's embarrassed and pissed off. This not talking to the media thing is not cool. I don't, I don't like, like that he did it. But he wait, got but his Halak, pass. Halak, Halak had no business not doing it. That's the part I don't need to be sent. It doesn't matter. So, so Whether, then still right. talk to the media. The thing, the thing I can understand if, if, if job. I can, I can some, I can, I'm not going to say I can understand. I could see why a player, maybe after they played a shitty game, wouldn't want to talk to the media. I don't agree with it, but I could see why it would happen. I understand that. Shows I understand that. Halak did not play bad against Pittsburgh. He saved their ass. Alex Nylander had a chance to to win that game with, what, 10 seconds left? And he fucking robbed them. I have zero – I have no reason why – I I can't fathom why he would not talk to the media after that game. He did nothing wrong with that game. That game was not on him. Why? And that's the Rangers' fault. That's the Rangers' fault. Never saw Hank – never saw Hank not talk to the media. Never saw Never. any of our captains not talk to the media. Never. And can they just fucking put the A on Trocek's chest already? If he's gonna, t- if he's gonna be the soundboard for this team to MSG, post game scrum. He's interviewed every day, every day. I go Goudreau, and, v- and even he's v- interviewed v- v- in, during intermission. Does a lot of post game in- uh, interviews too, and Goudreau. He does a few. I've noticed. No that one too. does as much as as Trocek. Trocek is in front of the camera. Every well, time. Vince, Every game. And he's sometimes Vince, the first guy Vince, they go to. Wince, as, as Sean calls On the post Vince, game. Um, Vince and Maui. Vince. Uh, Vince uh, said that <laughs> he said a lot of players. The excess, the, the, he, he actually talked about it and uh, on one of his podcasts that um, he's noticed a lot of the players kind of vanish after, after games sometimes and don't make themselves available to the media. Which I found interesting. I'm like, I, it's, I, I'm guessing it's probably Panarin, and it's probably the guys that don't. 
Well, Panera never talks to the media because it's always the media doesn't really go to him because it's got to be through an interpreter anyway. And Chino's daughter's not so around anymore to interpret for these guys. Unbelievable. No, no, unbelievable. So very rarely do you see Panera. Which never Panera didn't talk. speak great English, but he always went out. He was always spoke after the games, right? I mean, not a ton, but you don't think so? I feel rarely. like he spoke more more than rarely. these guys do. No. I, I just find it. Listen, I find it weird. There was always. I just find Mika, it, it was very always Mika and Kreider. That we are spoiled because we we went from. We obviously went from Richter. We had that horrendous stretch with Mike Dunham, which I don't want to talk about. And then, and then, well, it was two, two years, years only two long. years. <laughs> um, and then, um, and then we had Hank. So I mean, and then they always spoke. They always spoke. So really quick. So speaking of Mike Dunham for was one second. Do you know the guys they traded for him were? Do you remember the trade? The one guy. The, there was one guy. Oh, we did that this, and I can't remember now. Was not even was I believe was a throw-in in the trade that wound up playing ten years in the league. Yes. Play for the Devils. Maritzig Licky. Just, just say it. Yes, is let's get yes. He was a fucking throw it in that trade for us because Klocek was the was yep. the crown jewel, jewel, and I believe they traded. Um, was it Rem Murray? It was was Rem Murray part of the trade to get him? Was Rem Murray in the Dunham trade? I don't remember, but Rem Murray was was involved in that trade. I believe at some point. I know we went back and forth, and Matt. Marek Zidlicki. Oh, I and I love the trade oh. when it happened. I, we were getting the Team USA. We were getting so the Team Mike USA Dunham was goalie. was the goalie for my first season as a season ticket holder. So. Right, but the, the bloom um, was already off the rose at that point. Yeah. Yes, he was. He yeah, because he was the goalie the year so before I'm sitting that also. There. I don't know if I, yeah. if I told this story, you could stop me. I'm sitting there for Mike Richter night. First time they retire a jersey in – what, 20 years since they retired Jockerman's jersey and went 88? And Sean, gave up goals they were down in the two first two minutes before or something you like got that. your ass in the seat. On five shots. Yeah. I'm like, you, you, you're here celebrating you one of the greatest goalies <laughs> in Ranger history, and this is the performance you put on? And the, It was incredible. I've never seen a goalie. That, I, the worst, worst Ranger starting goalie of all time. Number one goalie of all time. By the worst. The worst. Anyway, there's my Mike Dunham rant. It's funny how I, I and I probably said this also. With, when I think of Mike Dunham, I think of Braden Looper as well from the Mets, <laughs> really? a closer. Because it was because oh, they were the same two years where they were, you know, the Mets closer. You know, the goalie and the closer are kind of similar in the fact that you know uh, uh, how important their roles are, and they're also isolated. You know, the the closer is on right. you know an right, island right, by right. himself, just like a goalie kind of is. You know, the Mets went from Franco and Benitez and, you know, always had great closers, you know, through the 80s and 90s. And then it was Braden Looper. <laughs> and it was the same two years that the that the Rangers Waffle. had Mike Dunham. So, yeah, it's and the this, same. Uh, like I said, this all I'll goes always back the two to the of them together. Richter. If they would have let Richter walk, they wouldn't have had ever. Mike Dunham wouldn't even have been in their equation. Yeah, that's what happens. Loyalty sometimes bites you in the ass. But it is what it is. And that's and why. That's why those teams didn't win, if, Sean. That's why those uh, teams didn't win. It. That's I'm why those teams didn't win. I'm not talking about future. That's why those teams didn't win. It's because they're fucking goaltending. I will take that to my grave 
Those teams were so talented. Oh, but Sean, I they mean, before you sat your fucking fat ass in the seat, it's fucking two nothing. I mean, you can't you can't win like that. No, no, dude, I was I was really skinny back then. Or anyone <laughs> before you got your ass in the seat, and we were down two nothing on two shots, three shots. It was awful. It was awful goaltending. The only team he could beat was the fucking Islanders. It was the only team he could beat. Oh my god! It's the only it was the only team he chicken, could fucking beat with the Islanders. All. Too funny. Oh man, we can reminisce about the freaking those days all all over again, man. Yeah, that's that's, that's what that, that's what the content. summer's for. Hopefully, we won't have a long summer. <laughs> well, that, that I don't well, anticipate we didn't have a long summer this year, but really, we didn't really have a lot don't. to really talk about either. Oh, this was the most. That was the most boring offseason I've ever seen in, my, in in all the years as a Ranger fan. But anyway, I digress. This was a good one. I enjoyed it. It's always good when it's upbeat and, and fun. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm at. I'm I, gonna say I said two, two and one. And one. I think you, they'll have one regulation thinking? loss in there somewhere. Two and one. All right. All right. Yeah. We shall see. It should be uh, yep. another good week, another good test in a way. I just want to. I want to see how this team. Do they revert back to what they were doing, or do they go into Carol? You know, host Carolina on Tuesday night, knowing, hey, this is another playoff. This is potential playoff matchup. Let's continue to play the right way, because that's really what it comes down to with this team. They 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 can be there. The only team's going to beat them is themselves. If they play the right way, team hockey. I don't see anyone beating us, man. I really don't. Like I said, Boston might, but I don't see anyone in the Metro. Nope. Talent wise, no. The question is going to be whether they can they can harness it and, and put it all together for sixty minutes. And I think that's really what it comes right. down to. But we'll see. Right. Tomorrow, these next two games, these actually right. next three games, because Buffalo, Florida is fighting for their lives. So you're going to get everything you can out of them. Bobrovsky's playing right. really well. Um, so th- these these next three games are important. They're very important. No, yeah. no, they are they're not important, important in the standings. Because if we, because whether well, we're the three, the two, I want to see one, how badly they want anyway. this division. So that to me, yeah, it is to me. Okay. It's, it's it is it is two, two games important. I don't, I don't see them winning both, but I think if they could figure out a way to win both, then that really cements them as as you know a real elite team in this in this league. We'll see. All right, we'll see. We'll see. We will see. Is right. All right, guys. We will. Uh, uh, we will touch base with you guys next week. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any vacations planned. So, oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Should be good through April. Later. All right. Later. <laughs>